right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick, the idillionaire, takes songs from a certain soundtrack that inspired him. And based on these selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints, breadcrumbs that lead us to the featured film of midweek movie music. And wow, they're all about the late a lady. And how much, so is it the lady in red? I don't no, know. What is no. this? Ooh, lady. That's good right there. A I really lady? did like that woman in red. I like yeah, that the one. Woman in red? I, I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't that Kelly LeBrock and uh, Gene Wilder? Well done. Yeah. Good job on that yeah. one. Wow. Okay. It's, it's a much newer movie than that. Much newer than that. Wow. Hmm. Much more recent than that. Yeah, I get, I'll admit, I am. Pretty lost on this one. I'm going to be upset. Do you, do you want to hear the first one again real quick to give you a refresher because you didn't get to hear it? Sure. Give it to me. I love that so I don't embarrass myself. Ooh. Let's put you in the right mind frame. You said it's a much more recent movie. <sighs> yes. I was going to say it's more like a, I was thinking more like a Tina Turner movie with this little tambourine little shaking thing. Uh, what? Really? What's love got to do with it? I mean, the movie the movie is set further back. The movie did not come out though. Is this Cadillac Records or something like that with Beyonce? Oh, I like that. Nope, that's a that's a decent one. Well, we didn't go on through it, so what is it? We're terrible. This this came out 19 years ago. Oh come on, Anchorman. Oh, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Oh, Come my on. gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm upset with myself. Yeah, yeah that's, of course. A, that's a, the song that plays at the very beginning. That one right there. And you know what? That, that made, lady when I Veronica was, walks in. I was getting close to that you, lady when Veronica walked in. Because you know what my right. next guest was going to be? Uh, ladies' Man. So it's closer. Yeah, you're getting, you're I was going like like to start that. getting closer in genre because I was going to say Ladies' Man. That's good. Someone said it's Anchorman, so we got a couple of people that got it on the spec sex line. Well done, people. Well done. Uh, that's good. That was good. Well done. Yeah. Love that. Anchorman. It's good stuff. Yeah. So many great iconic scenes in Anchorman. Yes. Uh, Anchorman 2. Mm, Not as much. Just couldn't live it's hard up to, to it. Hard to do the sequel, especially comedy-wise. Yeah, yeah. Com- it's so many different. Because comedy, most of those comedic geniuses, a lot of their... Uh, the classic iconic scenes are improv. They're all improv they, at that point. It, yeah, yeah. comedies, they just do it. They do a lot of takes. Some of them are brilliant, some of them not, and they just throw away the ones they don't want. Hard to recreate that. We're uh, an all-time great comedy. Anyway, uh, good job there. Midweek movie music. My man Patrick Davis always keeping us on our toes. That's why we call him the idillionaire. Um, so you can always be a part of the show. You're the most important part of it. 512-337-3776 to hit us up on the Specs text line. You also hit us up via Twitter. Hardball Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. And my man Patrick Davis said it's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. Uh, I'm a Rod Papers in the Twitterverse, too. Don't forget about that. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, getting back to Texas at Big 12 Media Days. Did get to hear from Sark. Uh, did talk about how much he liked the team. Also uh, talked about Quinn Ewers. And his, and you liked uh, how he talked about the improvement yep. of one Quinn Ewers. He had the photo. Once again, we're seeing the photo, too. The quarterback. The photo. Of, I don't even know if you got a chance to talk about the shirtless photo of the Texas quarterbacks. Cause you were on vacation yeah. when this thing went viral. I did. I did get the chance to look at this and say, huh. What is really, yeah. really going hey, on with Malik this? Malik looks like a monster, and now the quarterbacks look like they've been like, do, hey, doing some apps. Yeah. Even Quinn said it was a goal of the quarterbacks. Yeah. That they wanted to look shredded. 
Yeah, for it, the summer. And they did. The beach, you know. You yeah, it was hot. Like they said, hot boy summer. Get your lake That's by. what they was at. That's what <laughs> That's what uh, I heard Ty talking about that this morning. Oh, yeah. yeah it was hot boy summer. That's for the young for, yeah, the, youngsters, for the young folks. The young bucks. Yeah, because hey. I'm never looking for a hot boy summer. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, hot, it's a hot boy summer down there. there it hot is. man summer. There it <laughs> is. <laughs> down here in Texas. But getting back to Texas Big 12 Media Days, um, not only, and I was, talk, I was looking at the returning production in the Big 12. By the way, Kansas. Yep. Returns the most production in the Big 12 from last season. Yeah, Kansas. Mm -hmm. 85% of their production from last year, they returned. And that makes, basically, nationally, that's second. Yep. So, I mean, they, 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 their defense obviously has a lot of work to do. Um, They got to infuse some talent there. And, uh, And by the way, offense, remember I gave that stat earlier that Texas is one of the, you look at they're one of the twenty eight teams in the FBS to return head coach, OC, DC, and quarterback. Kansas also one of those teams. Yep, they return head coach, OC, DC, quarterback, and they got a ton of production returning too. Um, throwing it out there, but other than Kansas, Texas returns the most production in the Big Twelve. By, right behind Kansas, 74%. So nine out of the ten offensive players return on offense or starters, and they return a ton of uh, really good defensive pieces as well. So Texas, uh, that's why they, people are calling it the No Excuses Tour. Well, I'm still that's part of it. Yeah, and, and I think because of the production and the numbers that everybody keeps throwing out there and they're looking at the talent that is on there, and I know we use that word every year, it seems like, with uh, uh, the Texas Longhorns. That's why the conversation has to be all about the sideline. It has to be mm-hmm. all about the sideline. We know the abilities that are there. We started to see some improvements. We, we've all said that the pitcher of, of uh, development has been a Jalen Ford for me. Mm-hmm. And we keep looking at, okay, well, if they can get this guy up to speed, and then you see some of the other players get better and better every single year. And we've talked about this, too. The drafting of the University of Texas players is about to take a huge shift. It's going to change because there's so much talent that they have brought into, excuse me, that they have brought into uh, the University of Texas. But it's all been about the development. It's all about the coaching staff. And if he can continue – to show that this team is is where it needs to be, this could be a huge, huge year. He keeps telling us he's he's he the loves one hyping his it up. team. He's hyping it up. Yes, he loves his team. They're all direct. They've all been dialed in. They this is all about the players and what they're wanting to do. I love it. Yeah, now you got to go do it. Yeah, usually <laughs> a coach is trying to you know shut them down a shut, little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's trying to you know basically make sure that his team is you know he don't want he don't want them you know obviously he wants them hyped up a little bit yeah. um but he doesn't want them overconfident and cocky and arrogant going into the season uh right now for Sark I mean I'm not saying that they are arrogant or cocky going into the season but certainly he knows the expectations are high and he continues to bring up those expectations and talk about how his team um, seems to be increasing and lifting those expectations. They want him higher, and yep. they got that means they're talking about Big Twelve title around there. And he's brought up several times in the offseason how close they were to the Big Twelve title, or he's exactly. playing in that game, I should say. Right, and it's been right in front of them. It, it it had an opportunity to work itself out. They pretty much controlled their destiny. The the two games that we always talk about, obviously, and he brought this up. He brought up the Oklahoma game where he said Quinn Ewers. 
He's showing that ability to lead. He said he praised his team during that. And when they lost to Oklahoma State, he took the blame of it. That's the leadership part of it, right? So we look at that game at Oklahoma State. That could have changed the narrative for the season. It could have put you one game closer to getting to the Big 12 championship. And then, of course, the TCU game where TCU ended up being the team that won the game and they ended up going to the Big 12 championship and then making the playoff. Yeah, uh, true leadership. That's, that would be a question for this team, too. I mean, yep. they, they lost it's a, a huge lot. question. They lost a lot of great leadership between Rocha, Roja, uh, Rojo, Roshan Johnson, who was the best mm-hmm. you know, leader on the team, Bijan Robinson, who, of course, was the best player on the team, so he was a leader, and then DeMarvion Overshawn on defense, Moro Ojimo, we talked about him, how he was an outspoken leader, talking about the culture uh, at Texas. Um, that's another guy you're going to miss. Kendrick Coburn's another guy that was kind of an OG of that defense, yep. so you're going to miss him. That will be a question. They will face adversity when they do. That new leadership that's taking over for this team will be tested. And that's why the guys that he brought to Big 12 Media Day, Quinn Ewers, Jay Witt, Xavier Worthy, mm-hmm. Jade Barron, Jalen Ford, uh, that I'm assuming is the core of his leadership group or the leadership council, I believe is the official term for them. So. That I, I, yeah, Quinn Ewers has got to be that guy, and I'm glad yeah. that like I, the example you gave, you, you, know, you have to be when if you're a true leader. I believe that when you win, you're a we guy, and when you lose, you're a me guy. Yeah. So when you up there on the podium and every everybody won, all you talk about is we. And when you lose and you're up there on the podium, all you should talk about is me. Yep. If you get that guy or gal, um, that that's a leader. That's a yeah. natural leader. No doubt. Because if we lose, I should have been able to do more to help my team win. That should have been what it should I have been did. me. Yep. I didn't do enough. It should be me. Um, that's on me. I must get better. I'll help my teammates. I'll hold them accountable. I, when you lose, should be you should be an I guy and a me guy. Yep. And when you win, you should be a we guy and an us guy. Absolutely. And Absolutely. That's, that's it's what Quinn's, it's all about. Yeah. And Quinn, like you said, he's turning into that. Yeah. And that's what we've been waiting for. And maybe, maybe he wanted to be that guy. But he didn't know how. Maybe he wanted to be that guy. And there were so many other voices in the room that he kind of took a step back. So there's so many different things and so many different angles you can look at and how it goes. But right now he's taking the proper steps. And, again, you brought it up just a second ago, Rob. The way Sark talks about this team, it's kind of hard not to believe that this team is, is a different type of mentality team because they're carrying themselves a lot different. Well, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's because, you know, they believe that they have a chance to win the Big 12 because last year they had a chance to win the Big 12, too. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, they really were. If, you know, they perform better in that Oklahoma State game, they win that game. They can play in the Big 12 title game. Um, they find a way to steal another uh, that, Oklahoma, that Texas Tech game. Mm-hmm. It's an unexpected loss Tech early game. early on this season. Um, turns out those games, and they were all one-score games, so you're not getting blown out, um, which is also very frustrating. Yep. That's a one-score losses. So you're right there in it. That's a, an adjustment or a big play away from Texas being able to play in the Big 12 title or get double-digit wins. But on the other side of that, you also could have lost two more games. Yeah. Hey, you could have beat Bama too. 
Oh, yeah, that, that, that could have been another that's win. another win. But you also could have lost more games. I mean, that Iowa State uh, game what was I said. way yeah, closer than it needed to be. We know how that worked we out. We had a great play that yeah. was made to help you What's, and one that wasn't made yeah. that helped you by yeah. Xavier Hutchison. No question. That's a great <laughs> point. And then uh, even the K-State game, you found a way to win that game late. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the growth and maturity of the team. Um, but that could have ended up being a loss. Hell, I'm glad that Sark late in the season at Baylor game decided – I'm going to ride Bijan. I'm going to put some Bijan on it with a side of Rojo. Mm-hmm. That's how you won that Baylor game, which ultimately was, I think, one of your worst starts of the season. No doubt. In terms of the first. That's why, and Sark is a great first half, you know, preparation game mm-hmm. plan coach. That was actually one of the worst first halves we've seen from Sark's team since he, he got here. But he was safe because he just rode Bijan and Rojo right. to a dub. Um, and you don't have Bijan and Rojo this year. To ride to a dub. But I will say this. You may not have those guys, but you've got a more experienced offensive line. Yes, you do. And you have the same. I've been saying this, and I'm going to continue to say it. You have the same voice explaining the steps that they need to take, the route that they go, the placement, the technique. They they can be very, very in sync moving forward, and that's what I'm hoping for. No, you're right about that. What – Really what this group is exciting is the fact that there are guys behind the starting five that you're bringing back from last season mm-hmm. who potentially could upgrade you um, at certain positions um, who are don't have the veteran experience necessarily, but they definitely have a higher ceiling because you've been recruiting so well on their line. The truth is Texas has recruited better on the O-line. Shout out to the Pancake Factory, uh, Horns with Heart and BMDs, big money donors and boosters. Uh, they've been recruiting better on the O-line than any team in the country the last two mm-hmm. years. No doubt. I mean, you can compare it to others, but they will be right there with them. And that's why everybody's been talking about the movement that Texas has been trying to make in that, what'd you say, NIL space. BMDs always are looking to be at the forefront of it. And if it happens to get us a bunch of offensive linemen, big humans, as they like to big say. Big humans, So man. let's get it Let's get it going. Pancake Factory, the big humans. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, if for for Texas, this is a you know really big year. Even we heard from CDC on uh, Inside Texas with Bobby Burden. We played some of that cut, those, those cuts yesterday, some of that audio. Mm-hmm. And even he said he wants to go out with a bang in the Big 12, which means I'm saying he wants to win the Big 12. I Ironically, think, I think it, we all do. It'd be great no, you go, <laughs> to win the first Big 12 title and then, uh, then the last Big 12 title, your last opportunity to win the Big 12 title, I should say, because uh, you're leaving but the, co- the conference isn't dissolving. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. It'd be great. It. I love it. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Hey. A lot of pressure on Sark. Hey, well, you know, that's why you take this job. Yeah, as soon as you sign you up for this job, the pressure is on you. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like what we were talking about yesterday about Texas baseball. Same the pressure thing. is on you. Texas basketball, pressure is on you. That's why you come here. It's a pressure cooker. And it ain't minute rice. You got to go and get it, man. It <laughs> uh, won't instant. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, and I right now, I do think Texas is in – the you know, catbird seat of the Big 12. They return, like I said, they return head coach, OC, DC, quarterback, and second most returning production. Only Kansas can say they have more returning stability in the co- on the coaching staff and with their players and returning production on the field. And Kansas doesn't have the elite talent that no. Texas does. They do have a quarterback who apparently has a piece and chain with the piece – which can play digital highlights oh, yeah. of himself. I was waiting on the, the entire piece. time. I was waiting wow. my entire time because I was hoping 
Wow. I was hoping he was going to be one of our peeps. Jalen. But, hey. Wow. Let them know if in case they don't. I think Man. people in the Big 12 know who you are, though, Jalen. Whoa. Because you are preseason player of the year. Well, man, we'll have to get that sound because I I thought it was a joke. No. But yeah, no, he showed it off. Oh, yeah, it's dope. He It actually is pretty <laughs> clean. Dope. I'm not mad I at mean, him. I mean, I'm not mad at all. I never thought somebody I think it's from, quite impressive. I never thought somebody from Kansas football would have that kind of swag. Yeah, have a piece and chain where the chain is actually a small screen that will play digital highlights. Basically, it's this. It's my Apple Watch. It's basically Apple Watch. Put yeah. it on there, wow. and it's just continuous. Man. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah. That's what it's all about. Swag. Right yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. Like that's like I said. We I'm, he's a Kansas football player with that kind of swag. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. He's what, a Kansas football player. And not with a Kansas, that kind of swag. Kansas basketball player. You go. Yeah, of course. He's yeah. got that kind of swag. It's Kansas basketball. Kansas football with that kind of swag. Yeah. What and te- and Texas fans, we can't even mock him or make fun of him because he's got a Texas. He got a win against Texas on his belt. You cannot. He's got one of those. Yeah. That's rare for, for. So you know what? That's why he's got that kind of swag. And that's why he walks up like that. <laughs> yeah. Got, yeah. He's got a win versus Texas on his on his belt. Oh yeah. On his resume. Yeah. It is it is it is pretty remarkable. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but Kansas, they're confident. Like I said, they return a lot and uh everybody's really excited about Lance Leopold. Yeah. And what he's done there uh with matter of fact, is there cuz Kansas isn't a sleeper. Who's the sleeper team, the surprise team in the Big 12? Well, cuz it ain't Kansas it remember, this year. Remember Kansas at on one of the polls, they had them. They did have ninth. Ninth. I think you. I think you're right. I think you had on this poll. I believe the Big right. Twelve poll. They had them ninth, which I don't understand. Because you got a player of the year, but yet you're gonna have his team be ninth. So you can still call them a sleeper. You truly can still call them a sleeper. If you if you go back and look, at I guess it. technically because they got them finishing ninth, you can. yeah yeah. So uh, if they come out there, you know who's really asleep. West Virginia. <laughs> they, they so sleep, nobody's even helping them wake up. But I don't see them as a surprise team. I think they're going to be exactly who we be. thought they were, <laughs> which is you uh, know, getting Neil Brown. Like you say, Neil Brown not going to make it through the season. That's your take, and I, I happen yep. to agree with you. I don't know if he'll make it through the season. No, um, no. But surprise team, I mean, right now people are picking Tech. I think Tech is the popular Kind of surprise team. Like I said, Kansas, you're right. Technically, you can still pick them again. But after the way he started last year and with Jalen Daniels coming back, I don't know if I can go surprised. But Tech, hell, Tech I think had, I, a, they had a historic year for Tech um, because they beat Oklahoma and Texas, I believe, for the first time for a first-year coach. Yeah, it was. It right? was the first time. Yeah. So I, can, I got two teams that I would look at as a possible sleeper. Oh, by the way, the one person who voted for Oklahoma State – was our good friend Ari Temkin. Ari Temkin said he was the voter for Oklahoma State. For Oklahoma State. Did he say why? Yeah, he said because of the was fact he when you look at well, and that's a great point. Because people he said people have been coming at me, but did you have Baylor two years ago to be a team that was going to scare some folks no. when Dave Aranda took over? No. What did you have K State? Yeah, going, I like, I like you K-State. and I did, we, we really but like K-State. overall, Most did, but yeah, I, we we were big on K State. Yeah, but yeah, if, especially with Adrian Martinez exactly. coming, we liked K State a lot, and we liked Will Howard, and we liked Will yeah, Howard. I, I said that Will Howard would start that game versus Texas. That they did Texas yeah, exactly. So, but so, you're right, most people did not. I so think they would pick to finish like sixth or something like exactly. that. Exactly, so right. and he he went back to another year, and he was like the one consistent person throughout all of this 
has always been Mike Gundy. Because we were yeah, talking about sure. uh, Texas, we're talking about what what is the biggest question? Sideline. Everything else. The talent's there. It's coaching. Players are there. It's all about the coaching. Yeah. So that is why he sits there and he says, one thing we do know, he said Oklahoma State has 17 winning seasons. That is probably more consecutive than, than um, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like he brought that up as well. So for me, I would go with Central Florida because I'm a big Gus Malzahn, uh, Gus Malzahn fan, Gus and I like coach. their quarterback, yeah. John Reese Plumley. So I like them, and my other team would probably be BYU because we really don't know much about them. Nobody ever knows anything about BYU nope, except for they're gonna have some old dudes that Brown are there, man. and they brought in Cle- Cle- uh, Cleveland uh, Slovis. Clinton, uh, uh, Keaton Slovis? Keaton, yes, Keaton Slovis. Slovis. Oh, Good man, quarterback. He's been, he's been around. He's Man, he does get yes. around. He's, he gets around more than Pac did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no he doubt. He really does, man. I can't remember how many schools he's been to. I mean, he started at USC, correct? Yeah. Yeah, was he, was a star- he played here. He played here that's against good. Texas. Yeah, that's wild. With JT Daniels. That's Yes. yes. Yeah, that's and don't forget, wild. he's playing still. Uh yeah, JT Dallas is still playing. Hey man, <laughs> yeah. man, I would have been playing for years, right? Oh, in this my new goodness. era of college football. Oh my goodness! I'm like, listen, I'm going to the league, I'm, but I'm gonna probably be a fifth, fourth round pick. Man, so I'm, I'm gonna hang out, milk this nil, transfer yep. whenever I want to, just yep. for the hell of it. If I don't like my situation, yep. been pretty nice. Um, so yeah, I think they're. I understand why Tech is considered a sleeper. The truth is, you know, Joey McGuire has just really changed the culture there so yep. very so fast. And that's why people are jumping on that bandwagon as them being a potential uh, surprise team. And I could see Texas Tech, you know, doing some damage this year. Texas got to worry about them at the end of the year too, right? Which I don't like that. I'm not exactly. Oh, I, don't, I don't like playing Tech the last game of the season. And that was one of the questions no, that was asked to no. Coach uh, Sarkeesian, asking him, uh, "What about that last game of the season against Texas Tech and its meaning?" He said, "Well, I hope it means that we are uh, going for a Big Twelve championship." So I'll, that would be I'll the be only you. meaning that yeah. I want that to be about. Agreed. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Uh, how about this? Jeff says, uh, Slovis' NIL deal was, is with AR, AARP. <laughs> <laughs> well done there. I like that. Uh, all right, so we'll talk some more about uh, Big 12 Media Days, of course, and uh, Texas football and uh, where they will finish. Uh, at least the media believes they're going to finish uh, first in the Big 12, though. But we'll talk about all the different scenarios and preview some of the teams coming up as well. we got Hard Knock Life coming up on this side. What you got for the people? We're going to talk about the Big 12 and, and uh, Media Day. There's so much that is going on. We'll have a little bit of sound from Brett Yormark, and we'll also have some sound for my man Xavier Worthy. I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear a little bit of this, courtesy of our folks that have already been up there. All right, uh, so we'll come back. We'll get into some uh, Big 12 Media Day discussion, uh, courtesy of my man Hardball and Hard Knock Life right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks, but in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problems. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! 
Welcome back to a midweek movie theme edition of Ball Don't Lie. It's your boy, Harbaugh Harge. You can follow me on Twitter at Harbaugh Harge. You can follow my man, Rob Babers, at Rob Babers. And, of course, you can follow the man behind the glass at It's Patrick Davis. We also love it when you're a part of the show, so hit us up on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. And, you know, as we get ready for Big 12 Media Days, as it's going on today, but we're also – looking at the season, this season is something that I'm really, really excited about. Um, Not only because of the new teams, because there's not very many new teams that we're going to get a chance to actually play against, but when you start looking at the expansion of the Big 12 and and what uh, Brett Yormark has been able to do so far by just bringing some energy to this thing. You brought it up earlier, Rod, and our man CB tweeted us, uh, a picture of Bob Bowlesby sitting in the courtroom listening <laughs> through everything. It just looked at, and I'm not saying he was bad. I'm not saying he was good, but he wasn't enthusiastic. And mm. like any other thing in life, a lot of times you sit there and things become a little bit stale for you. Things don't always just, you're not always thinking about the next because you've been in your routine for so long that you kind of, don't know what the expectations – well, you set the expectations, but you don't want to go above them. Mm-hmm. And Brett Yormark is always – he seems to be a guy that is looking forward as well as saying thank you to some of the people that helped get this thing going mm-hmm. and being a part of it. Yep. And I thought this opening speech, not necessarily on the stage, but something that he put together, it's real brief, but it says a lot. And just listening to him, and you and I have talked about this before – This is something that being a leader is all about, setting the tone for what the season's going to be. It's Big 12 Media Day. I can't believe it's finally here. And I can't believe it's been a year since I've been on the job. I've had a great 12 months, best job of my life. Really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed meeting the fans, the coaches, the student athletes, all the key stakeholders. Today, though, is a huge moment. We formally introduce four new members to the conference. We celebrate our continuing eight, and we also celebrate Oklahoma and Texas for everything they've done since day one. But there's a lot of news that are going to come out of this conference today. Stay tuned. That's what it's all Mm. about right there. I like stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) Like, what commissioner says that? Exactly. He's coming (laughs) out. He's dropping LPs out there, dog. He's letting you know I'm about to drop a mixtape on him. I like that. And speaking of dropping a mixtape, joining us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline is somebody we're really excited to watch play this year. But most importantly, we're excited to talk to this young man. We call him X because what'd you say, Rod? X goes give it it to you. And here he is, our man. Xavier Worthy. X-Man, how you doing, bro? I'm good. How you doing? We're good, Appreciate man. you joining us, man. Thank you for taking the time to join us. I know today has been a busy, busy day for you. You've been all over the place. You've been on everybody's TV, taking pictures. I saw you do your Instagram live when y'all were taking photos. Man, you are a busy, yeah. busy man today. So talk about what's going yeah. on at Big 12 Media Days, and what are you most excited about to start the season? Uh, yeah, a lot of interviews, a lot of pictures, a lot of videos. Um, but I'm most excited about the season. Um, I'm most excited to see the young guys work. Um, I feel like we have a lot of young guys that contribute early, and um, I'm, I'm really excited to see them. 
Uh, X-Man, I, I, I know you fast, all right, because uh, I don't know exactly what you've been clocked at. I just know you fast. So I was going to ask you a question about the team speed. I'll just ask you this. How many guys on the team are you willing to admit are faster than you? I'm the fastest on the team. I'm not even gonna, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so. uh, hey, 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 you shut that down quick, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's out of there. <laughs> I would, okay now, okay now, okay now. I got another question. I'm sorry, I got to ask this now. Okay, so put yourself on the four by one team. I guess you're gonna be the anchor leg. Give me the other three legs nah, on nah, the four nah, by nah. one. I wanna, I wanna run first leg. Oh really? Uh, you see how you see how Texas had the um the girls set up. They yeah. had um Julian first. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna run something like that. Wow. Okay. I, 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 All right. Okay. Who you handing it to? Correct. Who you handing it to? If we had a four by one, I think it would be me. Jaden Blue, Ryan Nibbler, and Keelan Robinson. Ooh. I like that. Okay. Keelan Robinson, obviously, we knew that. Jaden Blue, I didn't know that he can get it like that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay, I like that. Who's the other one? Give me the third third leg. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm writing that down, man. That's okay. Right. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to answer a lot of questions when you get back to that locker room because people are gonna be like, "Hold <laughs> on, man. I'm supposed to be on there." Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you, and this is gonna be something kind of like what Rod did. Give you something that's kind of off the uh, beaten path. But I heard from a little birdie that. You like chicken strips okay. with your buffalo sauce on the side, and yeah, where you get that from? <laughs> and you frequent and you frequent one place that I frequent quite a bit as well, and you get the same order every single time, and they always take care of it. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I got to cover three literally like every day. Like it's so <laughs> crazy that they know my order every time I get on the phone. It's wild. Exactly. Nah. I happened to be I happened to be there the other day when you came <laughs> and picked up your order and I just started laughing because I had heard that that was your favorite meal and you like to roll through there and get that nice. every single day. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> literally every day. My man Horace doing his research there. Uh, I know what's up. All right, Xavier Worthy uh joining us right now uh from Big Twelve Media Days. All right, X Man, I got another question for you. Um what artists, like what musical artists do you jam right before the game to get you hype, get you in the right mindset? Give me give me your top three. Three or four. Uh I ain't gonna lie, it depends how I'm how I'm feeling waking up. It could be like it could be some rod. You know, Rod got some stuff that's like not sad sometimes, but Rod got some jam in it. Um, I could say Rye, Young Boy, hmm. um, Little Baby, okay. and Shoe. Um, that's now, that's really all I could say. That's really like my main. Those my main people. So okay. you're not jamming nice. any Keelan Robinson's music right now? <laughs> nah, K Rod K Rod plays music every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you. I'm sure he's probably like, "Come on, dog! You're supposed to have me play in your headset." <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit about football, man. I know we're having a lot of fun. I know that this is the part that gets you ready for the season. This is the mile marker, as everybody's been talking about. What are you most looking forward to this season? I know last year we found out at the end of the year you was coming off of an injury, and nobody really talked about it. Kudos to you, and kudos to the staff for not letting a lot of people know about it but you seem to be healthy Quinn yours looks like he's in amazing shape you got good offensive line Jay Witt is always Jay Witt I'm ready to ride with him what are your expectations for this team this year 
Um, I'm just we're just ready to talk the world. Um, I feel like even though we have like a lot of predictions to be top, uh, I feel like everybody it's, it's still a lot of people that that, that that doubt us, and I feel like we just need to show everybody and shock shock the world. That's all. That's all I'm feeling. Hey, X Man, I want to ask you about um, some of the DBs you're facing in practice. What DB in practice gives you the most trouble? I know you you win more. I'm so, I know that because he's the fastest. Yeah, too. You, yeah. So <laughs> give, give me the DB that gives you the most trouble in practice. Um, I'm on the outside, so I don't. I'm kind of limited. Oh, I'm not really limited, but you know, yeah. Jade and um, Jade's in the slot, so I don't, I'm not really in the slot. Okay. Um, but um, I would say um, Terrence Brooks. Terrence Brooks Ooh. really matured as a player, and he's like a he's physically he's like a freak of nature. Like he's built oh. like a like he's in the league already. So huh. he, he's probably, yeah, I say him. I like that. Hey, let me ask you this: just a follow up. What's the best corner you faced? In your career, just give me the best one you face. Period. An opposing team um, or your team? Um, what's um? You guys know twenty three number twenty three from um Kansas State. Yep. Oh he yeah. Got drafted. Yes. Julius Brents. Brents. Is that Brents? Yeah. The tall one. Yeah, he was yeah. really good. Oh yeah. Now he, he was, was nice. Really good. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. Man, I, 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 we've been talking about that young man for quite yeah. some time, and What's he up? definitely seems to be that type of player. So what are the expectations for X-Men? What are, what are some of your goals that you have? Obviously, we know that as a team, you're trying to do this. You're trying to get to the Big 12 championship. You're trying to get in the playoff and win a national championship. What does X-Men have to do to help that happen for this Texas football team? Right. Um, really? I don't have no goals. This is really just to get the best version of me every game. That's right. I'm with you on that. That's a great uh, All right, I got one last question because I know you're busy, so I, I know you got to get going. One more last question because I'm a DB. So what what route combination in, you know, obviously when you hear it in the play call or in the huddle, what route you're about to run where you get giddy? Just your money route. You already know you about to set. Hey, you about to set him up. It's it's whatever it's whatever route he call. I know I'm about to get busy. It doesn't even matter. Where I call. <laughs> all of them, all up on the tree. <laughs> it's whatever route. I know I'm gonna get busy. I feel that man. What about that know. goal line route that you ran? I forget, that whip. That, that whip, whip route, route that yeah. was so nasty. That was nasty. That it looked like y'all hey, were just you know so shocked crazy? how open you were. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. We practiced that route so many times, and uh, we ran it so many times in practice that our DBs used to, like, literally play it, like, before I even got out of my break. Yep. So it was like, we knew it was, but we knew it was probably going to work in the game and call it on fourth down, and it, it just ended up happening. And the crazy part about it, X-Man, you ran that route so damn good, they were double-teaming you, and they yes, still they got still got. still couldn't get you. That's <laughs> yeah. why he said he tried to win. I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even know it was fourth down. That was a crazy part. I did not know it was fourth down. Wow. <laughs> hey. I didn't know it was fourth down. Hey, whatever works, man. Whatever works, man. No doubt. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you, my man. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's been a fun day. It's been a busy day. And I know that you guys got your minds right because uh, it seems like y'all are ready to rock mm-hmm. and roll. One thing before we let you go, just make sure – when you get a hole in your pants in Miami, you you make sure that you have ah. another pair in your pants. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Oh, nice. Appreciate you, Thanks, man. X-Men. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> ah, Xavier Worthy. Xavier Worthy. Um, man. I mean, 
He's All-American Xavier Worthy. Yeah. I guess I can throw some of the accolades on there, too. He's not just Xavier Worthy. He's one of the best uh, football players in the country. No so doubt. So we appreciate his time, Big 12 Media Days. And uh, shout out to Hayes City Store and One Source Gas as well for uh, sponsoring the uh, the trip for all the guys up there. So we really appreciate their support. And we appreciate uh, the good folks at Texas for uh, letting us talk to Xavier Worthy, man. No shout out. That was really cool. Shout, shout out to Chad Hastings for making sure that he got them for us as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. But I want you – I know people are probably saying, what are you talking about Miami and the pants and all that? Our man Noah Gross got, uh, Gross got a, a interview with him talking about that. a trip to Miami. And I want you all to listen to this trip to Miami. My man was going through it. How was your summer? Did you get to enjoy Did you enjoy things at all? Jay Witt was saying he traveled a lot. Did you go anywhere? What, what was fun this summer? Um, I took a trip to Miami with um, one of my teammates, Jade and uh, Jalen Gilbo. Oh, it was pretty fun. It was a little adventurous. Um, missed our flight. Um, stuck in stuck in um, Miami for a little while. Um, I had my rip. I had ripped my sweats. Funny story. I ripped my sweats uh, running from my flight, and I had to go back to. And my luggage had shipped to Austin. I went to Austin, so I'm in Miami with no luggage. We had to go to the store, stuff like that, and get a hotel for the day. Flew back also the next day. But all's well that ends well. You made it after and everything. Yeah, after it all, we made it back. Did, did you get new sweats? Did you get? Yeah, I went and got some new sweats because I had like a big old hole walking through the wall in my sweat. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've all had situations I'm, where we've I, been I, on I, the road, right? No, man, I had a situation. You got to make adjustments quickly. Yeah. yeah it was, <laughs> if the split in terms of splitting pants, my only split pants story was I. I, for some reason, I had some tighter jeans. I don't think they were skinny jeans, but maybe they were skinny jeans, not bottom. It might have been a form of skinny jeans. It might have been a form of skinny jeans. <laughs> and that's, it's my lesson. I shouldn't have been wearing skinny jeans. And I started, I was running for some reason downtown. Late, like it was late. I was, we were out hanging out and I was running. Just completely ripped the pants right <laughs> in the crotch. Ripped. Like, and I Wait, really, what were you running for down brother, I don't even remember. And I ripped them so bad that I felt the breeze oh. like on the back. Oh, it looked yeah. like I was wearing what the uh the, the Texas like dancers <laughs> are wearing, the Palm Squad. Like I had them chaps on, the, man. Chaps the backless out. chaps, yeah, man. Yeah. It was crazy. The so, booty out jeans. Yeah, man. That was uh that's all he, so I, I know how he feels. That's yeah. That can be very uncomfortable. We appreciate uh, Chad and the crew down there, man, for working hard to get us X-Man because uh, X-Man is funny. He is. He does. He's got I a actually, good little he's personality. Got, he's, got a good, he's got a good sense of humor. Yep. And I like what the texter here said. Thank you, texter. Very astute observation. He said, I like the maturity they have been speaking with. No personal goals. All about team goals. You asked him ding, about his ding, goals. Ding. He's like, I ain't really got none. Right. To win. I'm just trying I mean? to win. Uh, so, but I do like the fact that he told you any route they call, I know I'm about to get busy. I know. He said every <laughs> route he's about to get busy. I'm like, come on. Let me say that. Every route. He believes every route he got the ability to get open and win. I, some of the stuff he said that was also interesting, though, um, that when I asked him what cornerback in practice gives him issues, mm-hmm. and he, 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 out of respect, out of respect, he said, I don't face your day. Yeah, he did. He went out of his way to say, I don't face your day, man. Because I just so you know, yeah. he if I if I did face him, that would be, that the, would guy be the guy I'd throw out there. Yeah. So we went out of his way to say, I don't face today because I'm not in the slot. I'm on the outside. And then he told us that it was Terrence Brooks. Yep. Oh. And you got some time. You spent some time with him. I did. I, well, yeah. And actually, I spent some time with Terrence Brooks' father. Yeah. Uh, who I, as an Aggie, and I ended up getting along with him really well because uh, he actually is a defensive back footwork coach. Yes. Uh, in Texas. Yep. And so he Up actually in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, so that and, and, and X Man remarked about his freakish 
athleticism. Yeah, like, buddy. He's a freak. Yeah. So Terrence Brooks, is, he should win that field corner spot. I was happy to hear him say that. And also, Harge, we asked him about the 4 by one relay question. Man. And I asked Bijan this question last you year, did. and I can't remember who he, he said. He had Keaton Crawford on there, remember? He Keaton, Crawford Keaton Crawford was on there. I know. I got I to go back and find out. CB probably remembers. I don't know if I can find out who uh, Bijan said he would have on his 4 by one I'll, I'll look team. in the break. Yeah. You're looking in the break? Yeah, because I was shocked at what uh, X-Man said. He yeah. said, first of all, him. He's the fastest guy on the team. Yeah. But I you asked, asked him if he was going to be anchor. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, he wants to run first. I want to be first. He want to be first. That's right. All Get right, the lead. Get the lead out there. Get the lead early. And then he said the 4 by one that he would choose from the team, Keelan Robinson. Mm-hmm. That's no surprise. Then Jaden Blue. Mm-hmm. And then went with Ryan Niblett. Niblett. Well, I heard wow. Niblett was fast. I heard he was fast. Okay. And I, I think we even talked about this yeah. earlier this yeah. year there was when because he, he wasn't on campus yet. Yeah, he wasn't on campus yet. So that Ooh. was outstanding. That was. So I, I can't wait to see what we got. I am shocked. Yeah. Jaden Blue on there. Jayden Who else Blue. do we think should be on there instead of Jaden Blue? And he had Keelan Robinson mm. as the anchor. Jay Witt claims he's one of the fastest guys on the team. For sure. Jay Witt claims yeah, I mean, outside. A.D. Mitchell and Isaiah Neora would be Mitchell. two that you would think because they're supposed to be the deep threats. A.D., that's a good one. You're right about A.D. I, I, I think A.D. should be one, maybe one of those guys, too. Ooh, that's that was that was surprising too. I like that X Men interview though. That was fun. That was that was a lot uh, of fun. I had a fun with him and him saying that uh, basically. And do you do you recognize all the artists? I recognize Young Boy. Yeah, I don't recognize all. That's not going get old. Rod, Rod, he kept saying Rod. It was Roddy Wave. Rod Wave. Rod Wave. Yeah. Okay, I know him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He talked about him like he said Rod. I was yeah, like, like it was talking what? about you. I'm rapping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Your boy's rapping. Your boy got alter ego bars. <laughs> he got bars. You know another name that I thought he might. Bring up was Jonte Cook. Oh yeah, Jonte you know, got that run. John he got move. that ability too. Yeah, he might be the deep threat for Texas yeah. this year too. Yeah, uh, no doubt. All right, a uh, good interview there with uh, my man X Men, and that was doing Harge Knock Life. So appreciate Harge moving things around. Appreciate Chad Hastings down there uh, and the crew working hard uh, to get us X Men. Appreciate the folks over at UT making him available. So shout out to uh, John Bianca and the crew over there at Media Relations, and uh, and shout out to our sponsors, no Hayes City Store and One Source Gas. We'll come back a little off the record on the side. Hey, we know who's gonna be on. Hard Knocks now. Hey, hey, hey. We got to discuss that. We'll talk about that when we come back right here on Ball Don't Lie, 1049 The Horn. DD Mega Doodoo. I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a brain bag comb. Congratulations. Continue good sex in the sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Uh, we've been waiting on this announcement for a while, and today it did drop. Um, indeed, it has been announced or at least revealed that the New York Jets, the J-E-T-S Jets, 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 uh, they will indeed be the uh, featured team on this year's Hard Knock series. Jets report to training camp one week from today, July 19th, and the cameras will start rolling. There you go, Aaron Rodgers. I'm predicting, I'm not joking, guys, I think we might have the most watched Hard Knocks series maybe ever. It's I possible. don't 
uh, doubt it one yeah. bit because this is something that you and I were talking about. Mm. Think about the personalities on that team. Exactly. Obviously, obviously, you're looking at what happened. Uh, the 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 trade of Aaron Rodgers and him going there. So that's going to be documented. You're going to look at Sauce Gardner and what he's been Ooh, going he's through. Yeah. You know, going Trash back with Darrell yeah. Revis <laughs> and all these other people. I mean, not Darrell, but uh, uh, Ashanti Samuel Ashanti and all Samuel. them. Yeah. And then you go over here and you look at Garrett Wilson, what he's become, how he's a playmaker on that team. About that. There's so many personalities. And then you look at the defensive side. I just I want to know a little bit more about Robert Sala. I want to yes. learn a little bit about Agreed. him. Yeah. So there's so much that you can just you, you get so excited about it, and I'm like, yeah, the Jets. It's New York, of course. And it's they New York. need to be on there. That's another character right. in, in the show, right. the city of New York. Right. And then you got Zach Wilson. I mean, yes. he's been has some salacious gossip about him trying to hang out with Stifler's mom. Yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying. And then, <laughs> liking cougars and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm sure that yeah. may come up because Aaron Rodgers may make some kind of sick, twisted joke about it. Oh, of course. I I I think it's gonna be great. I really do. And I'm yeah. sure the Jets hate it because no team really wanted to do it this year. Uh, but we all want to watch Aaron. Aaron Rodgers has got a lot of celebrity in him. He started yep. dating celebrity starlets now in Hollywood. So you know that's he's he's used to being now a celebrity quarterback, which is what you know famously Bill Parcells warned against. Mm-hmm. You don't want a celebrity quarterback. He is the epitome of that now. Yeah, celebrity he became kid. that guy now. He is a celebrity quarterback, which is so exciting. Like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna make great TV. Uh, I'm all in. See, I'm he, all in. Yeah, because I want to I want to see because he's eccentric now. Like that, oh, he's at yeah. that point now because he's a. How old is Aaron Rodgers? 30. I think he's 36, 37. Yeah. He's a single 36, 37 year old man. So he, he really. And I'm not saying this to be mean or anything, but he is the center of his own world. He is his world. Like he doesn't. So it's not, he's not that close with his family. And nope. he doesn't have like a significant other that he has been consistent 39. with. 39. He's 39. Exactly. So 39. He, yeah. So he's kind of the center of his world, which is, you know, obviously. It makes makes you kind of eccentric, and he's done the darkness retreat, and now he's into psychedelics. Nothing wrong with that. That's pretty cool if it whatever floats your boat. Um, but I will say he is very close to being, you know, considered more ex- less eccentric and more crazy. Uh, and if he basically violates the hot to crazy ratio, becomes crazier <laughs> than he is hot. Yeah, because he's really hot right now. I mean, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, in my opinion. But I'll admit he is starting to deteriorate in his skill set a little bit. But he's still hotter than he is crazy. Yeah. But sooner as that flips and he's crazier than he is hot, like Antonio Brown has become, it's like, sorry, you're crazier than you are hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hot to crazy ratio. So I applied that to Aaron Rodgers in this scenario. And we'll get to see behind the scenes a little bit if he's indeed, you know, still hotter than he is crazy. Correct. Yeah. I think there will be, too. Some people in the Jets organization trying to basically get all their players to not participate as much as they can, mm. and then the players being like, well, we don't really, we want to participate, though. Yeah, this is like, a new this, age. This is us getting famous when you guys make us wear helmets and be back. So I think there's going to be some of where the Jets organization is going to be fighting back because they don't want to do it because they're like, well, hey, we don't want our players to have any independence right now. We want to control everything. That's true. They so I think that, that'll be an interesting subplot of the entire thing is them trying to basically throw guys they know are going to get cut in front of it. Uh, yeah, you're right about it. that's a good point too. They yeah. because the organization obviously did not want this, and the NFL was like, "Hey, man, we we can compel you to do it, and we're going to compel you to do it." And we and shouldn't you, have to. And you're the most interesting 
you know, off-season team right now. Oh, yeah. One of the more interesting teams with the Aaron Rodgers situation. So, yeah, this is what everybody wants to see. The rule of entertainment is you got to be good or you got to be interesting. We don't necessarily know if the Jets are going to be good, but they're certainly going to be interesting. And, I, if I'm, <laughs> and I've been known to wager a little bit. I think they're going to be pretty good, too. Well, my, my question is that division. I think they're going to be oh, good, yeah, but that yeah, division, yeah. division is, gonna be tough. is brutal. Yeah. yeah. That's a brutal I'm with you division. On that. I'm with you for sure yeah. on that. And, and then Buffalo can, and Miami. And then can they stay healthy? Like and that's then a big question because they have a lot of guys on that team that haven't played full seasons. Yep, I agree with you on that too. But that defense, oh, that's a top, that's a top five defense. Yeah. yeah. Defense yeah. is top five. And hell, if Aaron Rodgers can make it work on the offensive side, they may be you know, I definitely cooking. I'm I, I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers because of the fact for me, he went to camp. He went early and worked out with those players. Mm-hmm. He didn't rely on him just being Aaron Rodgers. We'll make it work. No, you need to take your butt over there and put the work in, and that's what he did. So for me, that's all I needed to see. That's all I needed because that showed me that he believes that this team has a true opportunity. You kicked your feet. You screamed. You mm-hmm. t- threatened to retire the entire time. Go over there and show me what this is all about. And I think that this is the year that we really see it. Cause they're going to be playing the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. That's Ooh, that's no matter. Oh, <laughs> whoa, where did that come JK, from? JK, JK. That's because Aaron Rodgers is starting to date again. He's been yeah. married for a long time. He's oh, yeah, he's back again. in them streets. You take, about, yeah. you take a girl out on a date when you're first dating them, you're going to be nice to them. You yeah. all show up. No, I will go. Hey, let's mm. go. No, I'll, do, I'll pick you up from the airport. I will go. <laughs> yeah, and then get married, and you're like, just get an Uber. Seriously. You're like uh, like Chris Rock said, when you first dated, you're meeting their representative. That's not yes. them. Yeah, that's not who Once they you, are. That's not who they are. First yeah. first month or so, that's just a representative, and then you get to meet the real person. Uh, but, yeah, Aaron Rodgers uh, with the Jets, they are going to be the feature team on Hard Knocks, and I think it's going to be glorious. I'm, I'm not, I actually do think a motivated Aaron Rodgers, like he was when he was – he believes that he got snubbed in the draft and should have been drafted higher. That was a motivated Aaron Rodgers. And then when he was motivated after they drafted Jordan Love, he won MVP. He's motivated again. I'm not saying he's going to stay motivated, but he's motivated right now. That's a dangerous situation for everybody else. And he plays game two against the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Ooh, that's good. Because yeah. he, oh, he, he always he has, always great has games Cowboys in numbers. Yeah. yeah. That'll be interesting. But now with the, he's not with the Packers anymore. Punch so him in the face. We'll see. It's <laughs> that Dan Quinn defense. All right, we come back. We'll get more Big 12 Media Days coverage on the other side right here on Ball Don't Lie on the Horn.